Flyers Daily with Jason Mertidis. All right, here we are, counting down the days to the 2022-23 NHL season. Another episode of Flyers Daily with Jason Mertidis. The season now just 57 days away until they drop the puck. And uh, there's been a lot of business being taken care of with the restricted free agents. We've talked to Morgan Frost. We've talked to Owen Tippett. We've talked to Jackson Cates and uh, others throughout this offseason. And one of the other guys that signed a contract, Flyers left winger Isaac Ratcliffe. Now, he got 10 games in the NHL last year. An interesting way to score his first NHL goal off uh, a body part you usually don't score with. And he's a guy that, in one of those games, had that welcome to the NHL moment and absolutely destroyed Mikey Anderson from the Los Angeles Kings. And he is our guest on this episode of Flyers Daily. Isaac, how's it going? I'm great, thanks. Thanks for having me. How's the summer been for you? It's awesome. I'm back home in Canada right now. Um, enjoying my time, enjoying the warm weather, training hard, getting ready to get back uh, down to Philly to get the season going again. Um, I imagine going back home without the restrictions of the pandemic, and we know it was pretty restrictive in Canada, uh, that makes this summer a little bit extra special because you haven't really had a summer like this in a while. Yeah, exactly. Especially after the past couple of years, it was almost a little bit weird getting back to normal, to be honest. <laughs> um, especially when you come back and it's nice weather. It's um, I always say we always say the air is a little bit cleaner up here too, so it's always nice to get back here, enjoy our time with family and friends. So we get to get our time outside, up at the cottage, at the beach, in the water. So it's been it's been really nice. Did you get? Did you do some golfing this summer? Because I'm going to play a little Wikipedia fact or fiction at some point with you in this conversation. But it says on Wikipedia that you're a golfer. Uh, you got a chance to hit the sticks a good amount. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was more early in the summer that I've been getting out. That I was getting out. I was back home in uh, my hometown, London, Ontario, and I was playing a lot um, with a lot of friends and my brothers uh, back home. And then I I moved to the city or kind of early in the summer too, and I haven't been out as much, but um, I was a little rusty getting back out there the past couple of weeks, but I mean, the game comes back really quick once you get out there a few times. What, what, uh, how are you hitting them? What, where are you scoring? You, uh, what's your, what's your handicap? You in the single digits? Uh, no, no. I'm, I mean, like I'll shoot like, I mean, if it's a good day, high seventies, uh, low eighties on, on most days, but yeah, it's uh, a good day. Yeah. So I don't know. Hopefully, uh, I mean, those, those warm up rounds kind of come around a little bit, but I mean, you over here it's it's got to dial it in a little bit more yeah you got to dial in the fine details of the game when you get back here and you know you guys are getting ready for some you know captain skates before training camp and stuff we get out with some of the boys here and, and maybe get a couple rounds in as well yeah definitely i mean we'll be at the rink in the morning and um, we'll have our afternoons off and we'll have to find something to keep us busy especially with the warm weather still sticking around we'll be outside as much as possible so yeah we'll definitely uh hitting the links uh when we can when we have the time to how good did it feel to get get your deal done, get the business of hockey in the rearview mirror and be able to concentrate moving forward on training for this season and getting ready? Yeah, it was really nice, honestly. Um, the first half of the summer, it was kind of in the back of my mind a little bit too, so it was a little bit of a stressor, and um, it's always tough. I mean, you're growing up, you're playing hockey for the love of the game, and just you're going out just because you're you're having fun while doing it when you have to think about the financials and all that stuff, it, uh, it changes things a little bit. But to get that out of the way and um, get back to focusing on just playing the game for, for the love of it is kind of the best part of it. So to get that pushed back and then um, obviously to get another, uh, get another year with the Flyers organization, I was uh, beyond excited. 
that's one of those kind of like exhale moments of the, of the off season for you, isn't it? Where you just go, you know, you can say it's, it's going to get done. It's going to get done, but until it's done, you can't really exhale and really kind of cut loose and, and enjoy the remainder of the off season because you guys got to recharge physically, mentally, emotionally, all those things. Cause it is a grind. Yeah, exactly. I mean, especially at the end of the season, um, when you're kind of trying to wind down a little bit and step away from the game and kind of recharge the batteries a little bit. It's tough when you have that in the back of your mind, but um, kind of when we got past that point, yeah, definitely got to relax even a little bit more, refocus on the next year and kind of rebuild that confidence knowing that, uh, I mean, things were kind of moving in my favor again. And um, I mean, I got, uh, I mean, I, I kind of got that done as well too. <laughs> I guess that's why we have, a lot of people on our side working with us too to, to make sure those things get handled um, properly and um, that are beneficial to both sides. So we're really lucky for for what we have, and I'm just really excited for uh, for the season to start to get back down to Philly to get training camp going and um, show much uh, show how much I can even improve from last year. When you, you know you go into the off season, there's certain things you want to work on and uh, you're training for this year, but how much did that, th- does the 10 games at the NHL level help you and focus your training, knowing what it takes to play in the best league in the world with the best players in the world? Just to get a taste of it was definitely um, just a big experience for me. I mean, it, I know it's a lot of the same players that you get to play against in the minors too, and um, the speed isn't a whole lot different, but just the patience of the game is so much different when you're up in the NHL level. Um, everyone seems to be in the right place. Passes are just crisp. Everyone does kind of the right thing. There's a lot less mistakes. So, I mean, um, in the summer too, when I get back home and I get training again, it's always awesome to get on the ice, but those, uh, high level, those high caliber guys too, are um, who play in the NHL too. So I can kind of take some of their, uh, I mean, attributes and put them into my game. And again, just that patience, that consistency of kind of always making the right play and just being confident to make the right play. Um, I think that's the big difference um, in the NHL game. And I think that's a huge difference in my game. That's awesome because you're right. You you have to play on instinct. If you think at that level, you're just going to be kind of chasing the game. Uh, Let me ask you about a moment that happened for you. I'm going to ask you about your first goal, but on January 28th, I think it was, maybe the 29th, I think it was 28th, uh, you guys played the Los Angeles Kings at Wells Fargo Center. And I had tweeted out that next day, a kind of the opposite of the, quote, welcome to the NHL kid moment for Isaac Ratcliffe, as you absolutely destroyed Mikey Anderson, who came up to make a hit at the red line against you. And I think he's thinking twice about it now. Do you remember that moment? Yeah, definitely. I think it was... <laughs> First shift in the game. I think it was definitely in the first period, but it was. <laughs> um, it was, yeah. That was that was uh, kind of a little spark for me. I think. I mean, showing what I could do physically, and I think uh, before that game started, I was kind of going into it, hoping that I could kind of. I mean, there's been there had been um, a lot of guys who have been kind of called up and sent back down and kind of all over the place and. I was excited for my opportunity and I was just thinking in the back of my mind, what could I bring that maybe, um, I mean, they didn't have a huge presence of, and I know they have, I mean, Brownie and Mac back there. I think Brownie was out at that time, but obviously Mac is a huge physical presence for them. And um, I mean, to, to be alongside him, if I could also bring a, a big physical presence back on that fourth line and even just my first game, um, I think that was a big, a uh, little turning point for me, I think, especially confidence-wise, just on uh, 
maybe things I could bring on the ice. But no, that play, uh, I think Mac had gave me a like a an exit pass coming out of the zone. And as I looked up, I saw him coming to try to step up on me, and I kind of just let the puck go at that point. And um, I just kind of braced myself for it. And maybe I caught him in the right spot. I don't know if he uh, maybe threw his full body weight into me. I think it was maybe more of his upper body, and I think I, I just got him in a nice spot. Yeah, you flipped him pretty good, and you know he's a guy that you know is basically the same age as you as well, ninety nine birth birth year guy, and uh, playing for the Los Angeles Kings, and it was it was a great moment. Uh, tell me about your first goal. Do you, do you remember it? Uh, well, of course, you remember it, but it, it wasn't exactly one of those super clean ones, was it? <laughs> no, I I, <laughs> I I don't know how many people you can uh, think about and go back and. I mean, even in NHL history that have, that can say they got their first NHL goal off their ass and in. So that's <laughs> something that I, can, I can always carry with me. But, I mean, I remember, again, it was one of the first plays in the game. It was one of the first shifts in the game, too. And um, just tried to go to the net. And Mac, again, made a great play and just threw one on net. And um, I don't really know if anyone in the building knew that I went off me and everyone was asking me on the bench, like, did that hit you? And I think I knew that it hit me, but I, I wasn't really too too forward to admit it right away. I was just like, ah, I am not sure. I'm not. <laughs> That's using your full body, using, uh, pardon the pun, your assets. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> or your yeah, assets, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's a little bit different than, uh, than most firsts, but, I mean, I'm definitely going to take it. When you're uh, 60 years old and a grandpa, you're going to tell your grandkids that it was a snipe bar down, not off the rump. <laughs> exactly, exactly. They never really ask how, though. That's all that matters. Yeah, as, as long as, as yeah, as long as it went in, that's all that matters. And you're a guy. I mean, obviously, you're a bigger guy, Isaac. You know, six six, north of 200 pounds. Uh, when you had your exit meeting with the Flyers and Chuck Fletcher, um, is one of the things they want you to do is to, to play a little bit more physical at the NHL level? Yeah, I think um, that was even one of the – once I went back down to Allentown too, that was um, one of like the main points that I think that was made too, just keep bringing that physical presence and um, kind of keep that same energy. I think the consistency was uh, more of the message than anything, and um, I think that's something that I've tried to focus on for a long time too is just staying consistent, and um, that goes along with everything that goes off the ice too, right, the – the off-season training, the diet, the the recovery, the sleep. So, I mean, trying to bring everything together. I mean, I think I've learned a lot over my last three pro years or my first three pro, pro years. And, um, I mean, I can definitely feel it coming. This summer was another big step for me too. So, I'm really excited to get the season started and um, bring that same energy that uh, I was able to bring in those first few games up with the Flyers to to every single game that I that I play. Do you find that when you have a, a good physical play early, like we just talked about the Mikey Anderson hit, it was on your first shift of the game. It, there's a different engagement level in all aspects of the game when you are involved physically. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, especially when something happens early in the game, um, it kind of, it, it, like you said, it engages you more uh, into the game and it kind of uh, makes you a little bit more present too. I mean, um, you kind of start just flowing with the game and letting the game come to you a little bit more. I mean, you've already impacted it. You know what you can do out there. And um, once you kind of let it flow and, and stop overthinking it a little bit, I think uh, things tend to go more smoothly. And um, I think a lot of that, you kind of have to even go back to even some of these skates that we have in the summer. I mean, you're out there, you're trying to get better, but 
um, you're still obviously on summer mode. You're not really thinking about the game too much. And I mean, that's when I find that I'm at my best too. So um, when I'm not overthinking and I'm kind of just letting, letting myself play. And um, like you said, it, it helps a lot more when something happens in the early stages of the game to, to kind of get you more engaged. Yeah, and a couple big hits and, you know, guys knowing that they're not going to be able to take advantage of you physically gives you maybe a little bit more space out there as well. Now, let me ask you about your Wikipedia, because I, I love looking at Wikipedia. I don't know why, but uh, I always wonder if everything that's on there is true. But it says that you were born into a basketball family. Now, we know you're six six. Mm-hmm. You're a tall guy. How would you end up on the ice and not on the court? Well, uh, yeah, growing up, um, I mean, I'm the youngest of five kids. So uh, my dad, actually, he was he played basketball. I mean, just recreational when by the time I got into the world. But um, when he was in college, he played for Fanshawe, which is back in London. And they won the All-Canadians back-to-back years. And um, he'll always kind of hold that over my head saying that, I mean, he's got back-to-back rings. So uh, he's, he's definitely the athlete of the family. But, um, yeah, and, and again, both my – all three of my brothers played – um, I don't think my sister ever did. She's a little bit smaller too, but it was actually my brothers that got me into hockey. I think my oldest brother, Landon, uh, he was the first one to kind of get into the game. A lot of his friends were playing when he was younger. And, um, I mean, my parents will always say, even when he was playing, I was always, I mean, sitting up on a garbage can right face pressed to the glass, just watching the game. All the other kids were running around playing tag and I was in there just watching the game because, and and it stuck with me. I guess now, I mean, 23 years in the making, I'm still still playing it. So, obviously, it's it's definitely one of my uh, one of my loves. I could yeah, say that it, it's amazing. Like it gets your it get, the game will get the hooks into you. I mean, I'm 50 now, and I started playing at four years old, and I think I just retired from beer league because I've had enough. The hips have had enough as a goalie, um, but as the the third brother. I'm amazed you didn't end up in net because usually big brothers shove baby brother in the net so they can shoot balls at him in the driveway. And uh, that's one of the, the paths to being a goaltender is yeah, a couple exactly. of older brothers that play. Exactly. I mean, we had a lot of neighbors too. So I think everyone kind of took their turn. I mean, I was obviously the first one probably to get in there and put on the pads, but um, I was all, always too. I was, I always got my opportunity out as a player too, but um yeah no I mean it it didn't take too long for me to kind of outgrow my brothers too even I think by the time I was I mean even 12 years old I started Mm -hmm. to get a little bit bigger than them and um so I kind of the tables kind of turned that way a little bit too but no they're they'll still always uh I mean be my older brothers they'll still always kind of I mean look down on me or whatever it is but um yeah definitely that it is surprising that I I guess I didn't get uh get the goalie gene in me yeah, my son wanted to be like that, and and might and squirt. He wanted to play goal, and then he scored a goal, and he never wanted to play a goal again. <laughs> that and I was like, thank God, man, because I don't want to be the first of all. I can't coach you if you're the goalie, and number two is you don't want to be the goalie, Dad. You got to stand by yourself in the corner. Yeah, exactly. too much consequence at that position. Um, Dude, I'm so happy for you, Isaac, that you got this deal done. Um, you'll be back in town here in a couple of weeks, getting ready for the season. You know, coming off what was a really difficult year last year, you know, you got a new coach coming in. Last thing for you, uh, John Tortorella. What, what are you looking forward to with Torts? He's a guy that's going to push, may make you uncomfortable at times, but, you know, elite athletes are used to being pushed to an uncomfortable place to break through barriers they didn't think they could get to. 
Exactly. Yeah. I'm excited to get down there and meet Torts. I mean, I've heard a lot of things about him. I mean, I know that he's going to be, uh, like you just said, he's going to push you kind of past your limits. And I think, I think I kind of respond well to that. I mean, I have in the past with, uh, with coaches and of that caliber that kind of push you to make you kind of get out of your comfort zone a little bit. And, um, I mean, especially on, I mean, non-game days, practice in the gym, whatever it may be. I mean, once you're kind of pushing yourself like that, once you get into those situations and, um, key games, uh, key situations late in the game, whatever it is, uh, you're going to want those guys that are able to respond in those situations that are able to respond under pressure and, uh, can play that hard hockey. And, um, I'm uh, I'm excited for that challenge too. I mean, I'm I'm excited to see uh, what he's able to bring out of. I mean, everyone on the team, and I'm really excited to see what he's able to bring out of me. To be honest, I'm I'm looking forward to to what this year is going to bring, and I know he's going to be able to um, definitely make a positive swing for. I mean, the Flyers organization. So it's it's going to be really exciting for uh, the Orange and Black this year, and I'm I'm just really looking forward to it. Man, that is like the awesomest answer i've ever heard in regards to a new coach coming in um isaac enjoy the rest of the summer man hit him straight all right getting back into those 70s and uh, we'll talk when camp rolls around all right i'm looking forward to it thanks so much thanks to isaac ratcliffe for taking the time to join us on this episode of flyers daily we'll be back friday another brand new one i mentioned that we talked to jackson cates we did and you'll hear it friday on that episode of a brand new one of flyers daily have a great day everybody So sad.